do. Okay, cool. Um, welcome. Uh, and who are you? I'm Dan Cherkis. Cherkis. Um, Daniel or just Dan? Daniel on my Dan. work email address, okay. but Dan. Okay. I didn't know if it was, you know, I have no idea. Birth certificate says Daniel. Okay. But... Um, do you have a middle name? I do. What, what? It's Martin. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Um, That's on the birth certificate also. <laughs> I mean, you could have made it up. I know either way. You could change your name. Uh, middle name is so. not danger or trouble or anything like that. You miss an opportunity. Um, <laughs> how did you get started riding? Let's start with that first question. Um, I think my parents bought me a bike okay. when I was, who knows how old I was. Um, as far as the riding that you know me, mm -hmm. um, I got into that probably 2003 time frame, 2000, okay. somewhere around then. Okay. Um, my knees, um, like many folks are not what they used to be. Right. Um, I like staying active and I found that that's one of the easiest activities on my knees. So I, okay. that's when I really started getting a little more serious into, you know, being active on a bicycle and not as much on other sports that required me to do stuff on my knees. Did you immediately get like a high end road bike? Did you get a, like a, a commuter no, bike? No, actually like... I, I walked into AG's and, okay. um, started looking around at bikes and okay. I looked at Conti's, I think mm -hmm. down at the beach when they, cause I don't think they were up here yet. Mm -hmm. Um, looked at a couple other places, um, the bike, bike shops. Okay. Um, I don't know if it was three sports at the time or if it was the predecessor. Um, but I knew that that was more bike that I wanted to get into. So, okay. um, looked at AG's, mm -hmm. um, found something that they called last year's colors and so i said okay i can handle last year's colors and so it was, okay. it was marked down and uh i started doing robber rides okay okay you started with the the rabbit ride. um yeah yep. abc you, and then lots oh of yeah ones. yeah um and we no longer have laurel park i don't know if you yes, know park it's raised <laughs> um i've actually not gone to see what it looks like now i haven't i haven't i've just just read reports um so, but it was a, it was a road bike though. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Drops. When you have a gravel bike now, right? I don't. That's, that'll be my next investment. I, my bike is solid road bike. Okay. For some reason I thought you had a bike with, it's got tread on the tires though? Yeah. It's okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, so you got a road bike with some tread on the tires. No, oh. no. Wait. Okay. No. So it's all road. It's, it's all just, road. Okay. Okay. Yep. I thought you had a gravel yeah. bike. Um, so you're saying that. That's in the future at some point? Yes. Okay. It is. Um, it's um, been in the future for a couple of years. Um, but I, I think this year is going to be the year that I, I don't okay. do it. I've got too many people who are saying they're having a lot more fun yeah. being able to do both. And, you know, I want part of that. It is nice. It's nice to have a bike that can do both. You know, That's what I hear. Um, <laughs> you know, but you... I made sure I got one that was far enough away from a road bike that I wouldn't question... Like which one I'm going to take out today, kind of yeah. thing. Like the road bike is definitely road bike. Um, so when you started riding with Rabo, um, like how was that experience? You just you just started, you just joined the group rides, and you just just kind of fell in with some folks. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, um, a buddy of mine who I was working with um, had a bike, and he had mentioned the ABC ride. It was, and uh, we started showing up for that. And, mm -hmm. Uh, the Tuesday night's ride and the Thursday night ride and some of the other rides that they had yeah. um, just for just riding and also just the culture of yeah. that organization mm -hmm. is, is fantastic. It's very inviting. It's very nurturing. It's supporting. And it was, you know, it, it was, I understood you, if you want to get into riding, these yeah. are the folks you want to start with. And, and just, you know, true to this day, it's a great crowd to ride with. They they are they are very welcoming. Um, they've got rides for everyone. That's you know, that is fast, exactly super you, you, slow. Yeah. That is, I think, the nail on the head. It's got rides. That organization has rides for beginner to advanced mm -hmm. to all times of the day, depending on when your availability is. So when you started riding riding with Rattle, and mm -hmm. they had you know twenty mile rides and thirty mile rides and for did you. I started doing the 20, basically up to, up to Ashton Coffee and Tea and back. And then, oh, mm -hmm. and then started doing the add-ons where, you know, add-ons get a little up to further. 30 and mm -hmm. stretch it to 40. And, 
you know, obviously, you know, speeds increase too. So, I mean, it, it, they're great training rides too for being up and building up endurance. You know, the lo the roads up there, mm -hmm. you know, you're not too far out of town. So, if you lose your way, if you drop off the back of someone, yeah. um, you can still make your way back to, you know, where other riders are. And there's so many riders yeah. all over right. the place. Right. You can you find, find someone somebody else. else oh, you're heading back. That, yeah. that is true. Yeah. Um, did you ever set me, like, when you started riding, you were getting faster, you are noticing some improvements. Um, did you set any goals? Like, did you, were there motivation? Or was it just always just, I just want to go ride and just enjoy just the ride? Just want to go ride, just, okay. yeah. No training. Okay. Like, no, no training programs. No, you know, I want to get X numbers of miles in over the year. It was just, just enjoying. Just out, just ride. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, any century rides? Have you done it? Do, do you do yeah. events and yeah. things like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, what are some of the, the events you've done like over the years? That, um, you know? I was doing, pr prior to when I got that bike, I was riding the, what was, I think it was known as the MS-150. Mm -hmm. yep. um, mm -hmm. So I started doing that in the late 90s with a buddy of mine. And we ended up doing it with some more buddies of his. And it was more just like a guy's weekend. Okay, okay. Um, go out. So... I was doing some long rides, but not really training. When I got in, when I got the the road bike um, from Ages uh, yeah. that that I had mentioned, then is when I really started to okay, let's see what I can do with a bike. And okay. so I I rode bike MS, which later became I think, or excuse me, um, MS one fifty, which later became I think bike MS. Mm -hmm. um, I did that for I think about eighteen years. Oh really? Yeah, and wow. then um, have been taking a little break, and you know I've done. Um, never traveled to Europe to ride. If, okay. Usually, if charitable cause rides, you, you, those yeah. are the ones you're doing. Yeah. Um, and I've, centuries of you know, okay. kind of just for my own. Uh, interest. and Tour de Midnight. Yep. Uh, have you done Tour de Midnight? Yep. Um, uh, every year, a few years. How um, long has Tour de Midnight been going? I don't know how long it's been going. I've done it. I think maybe. I think this past fall was maybe the fourth. I think about the pint glasses I have. I think I've got four pint glasses. <laughs> okay. Thinking about the pint glasses. It's one way to keep up with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no, it was, they yeah. have the year on yeah. it. I, I definitely count that. Um, got a ride next weekend up in Delaware, which is, uh, I guess, coincidentally, another brewery. Um, the Dogfish Head, they refer to it as IPA. In, in that mm -hmm. case, it stands for I pedal, pedal a lot. And as I mentioned, um, I guess uh, some previous guests that you've had on mm -hmm. here will be riding with them as well. Oh, nice. It just... Um, you know, it turns out we're going, both going to the same place. How often do the rides end with a beer? Um, it's usually my Saturday rides that mm -hmm. uh, a lot of folks see. Um, I just would go grab a beer on my <laughs> on my front stoop and take a picture of it, and yeah. I noticed that there was some chatter around it. Yeah, um, um, you go when I go to the beach. Um, I I kind of figuratively tickle myself and mm -hmm. and uh beach we go to for riding in july the winds pick up and it gets hot so yeah you know I'll get out on the road 6 six thirty in the morning yeah um to do my ride there before the winds really pick up and you know get back to the beach house that we're running and and 7 30 yeah. in the morning or i'll have a beer <laughs> and, I'll, and i'll post it I, i'm on vacation yeah you've you've earned it at that point yeah you've, yeah. you've earned it at that point um so you were you weren't you weren't completely couch potato before like 2003. No, okay. No. You were doing something. Yeah. Said, okay, yeah okay. Grew up with sports. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, why do you keep riding? Why do you keep doing it? Um, I enjoy it for several reasons. Um, okay. The exercise, the activity. I like being outside. Okay. Um, I, I, the social aspect of it. Um, I've always been the types and, and knowing myself that if I'm not um, activities help me burn. Um, it's like, you know, it's, it's exertion. Okay. And, and if I don't exert somehow, I know that I kind of have pent up energy that I need okay. to let go. Okay. All right. Um, so it keeps, it keeps you going. Yeah. It's staying, staying in motion there. Um, when did you start doing the, uh, oh man, I'm thinking, forgetting the name, Final Gravity. When did you start doing, the, how long, I don't, I don't need to ask it. How, when did you start doing the Final Gravity rides? Is that Final Gravity rides, that's yeah. once yeah. around here. Yeah. I started doing that, I think last year. Okay. Um, the owner um, 
is really good friends with some of the folks who would show up to the Saturday ride for the Caratown Bicycle Company okay. ride. And uh, so that that's where he was introduced to me mm -hmm. um, on that ride. And I learned that he was doing the Final Gravity ride. And so um, I you know, wanted to be able to promote that as well. So um, during my you know, welcoming intro speech on the Saturday rides, I would say, hey, tomorrow Tony's doing his Final okay. Gravity ride if you're interested in that. And, um, you know, it, again, it's... It's a chance to get out. It's through socialization, yeah. um, and and particularly through the pandemic, um, yeah. that I think was re that that was my socialization was was cycling. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. because you could be socially distant from folks yeah. and still interacting with folks. Right. Um, I was doing that in my neighborhood. I would, yeah. You know, I guess from work, when I was working from home, I thought the benefit that I had was go ride my bike around the neighborhood, and there's people out walking. You can say hi to folks. You mm -hmm. don't feel like you are secluded from everyone else yeah um yeah so many people got outdoors yeah. um in in 2020 um i think american culture needed that that's a good point yeah we had become very sedentary yeah and i, I think that that was a chance where okay we can get out and it's again there's so many health benefits to it and Right, now we have a shortest. On, well, the shortest. I think the shortest on bikes is dying down. But I even, but even just walking, right? Getting yeah, out just, walking, just getting out and mean, doing stuff in yeah. general. Yeah, I knew the apparel companies <laughs> appreciated it. <laughs> Sports apparels. <laughs> um, um, do you have like? Well, okay, wait. You mentioned the uh, the CBC ride. Like, yeah. at, at, when did you start doing that? Like, what's your involvement? Like that kind of thing. I started doing that ride. I think about when it started, um, and that was, I think, I, 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 when it was based out of the, uh, the Roadrunner store, um, I was riding with those groups. I, I don't know how I got started with them, but they would meet in front of the Roadrunner store. Mm -hmm. Then when the owner of the Roadrunner store became one of the founders of Carytown Bicycle Company, mm -hmm. um, they more or less officially move that ride starting in front of the bike shop. Makes sense. Um, it, the Carytown location, it's mm -hmm. previous location, I think it was a 3300 block. And I started riding then with that okay. group. Okay. Um, it kind of died down a little bit over a number of years. Interest kind of dissipated. And then I happened to be riding with one of the owners at, owners at the time. Okay. Um, we were out on a casual ride and, and uh, we were going along the Capitol Trail and it was very casual um, yeah. and and we were kind of saying you know we'd like to pick it up a little bit and, yeah and uh it was uh tim mullins and and he he mentioned he's like you know i sure do miss the the cbc ride when yeah. it was you know there was a lot more interest and and uh i said well how about if i pick it back up again and okay. get it going and and so that's been 2016 i think is okay when. so so i would say the Consistency of that one's been since about 2016. 2016? Yeah. Okay. That ride, picking back up. Um, but you, or, so, so I see that you post the rides. Like, I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, I put a, a lot more structure around that ride. Okay. Okay. Because it was just whoever shows up, shows up, and whoever doesn't show up. So, yeah, I've, I've add, added structure to it. And, okay. And it has been welcomed by by the shop. I mean, again, it's, it's not a shop ride but it is a shop ride okay um you know the the shop has basically said you can use our name and mm -hmm. and uh you know make it what you will okay and, and, but i try to say that it's i coordinate the ride yeah it's everyone's ride they're they make that ride what they want it to be okay um and that's cool because i i've yet to attend this ride uh but i've seen it and it's good to know the ride exists that there's that you could meet out the, at the shop and go take a take a ride from the shop um and y'all get coffee after what's the thing that we happens? do okay yeah okay. yeah um the, what the shop used to do afterwards let's see even back in 20 2007 2010 we would go to um local coffee shops afterwards and just grab coffee whoever was there okay. um when it really waned and it was myself and another guy who's moved back down moved back to atlanta he, when it was at the location now he and i would finish the ride go across to galaxy diner mm -hmm. yeah have a beer and a coffee 
And so, and so, you know, that, that became our stick yeah. that we, we go across there. And, and so that was my, I guess my post ride beer at the time okay. and we uh, grabbed coffee there. And, and now, um, the, what the shop started doing was offering coffee to okay. bring people inside. Okay. And, um, I found out yesterday that's going to resume again. Okay. Um, I know that. So I, and, and I think everyone liked being able to go back to the shop. Um, if there was something going on with the bike, they could talk with the mechanics. If they wanted to look around or if they just want to sit around and, and drink coffee at, at, at the, I guess at the bar in the shop, you know, where mm-hmm. they have set, set up. It, it was, they didn't necessarily have to go somewhere else. If they had driven to the shop to park in the parking lot, they could stay there again, just going back in the shop. So yeah. the whole concept of, I guess, really having coffee afterwards started when the shop was saying, we're going to provide the coffee for okay. you. Um, and I think in regards to like, I don't say building a community, building a group, but like the, the adding to the social aspect of, if when riders don't have to like immediately go home or go somewhere yeah. else, right. They can hang out right there at the end of the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the yawn and dawn, we can stop and eat cinnamon buns at right. the end of the ride, which is great. Um, and to, and to add to that, what has happened a number of times, um, with a couple of riders is when, when it was at the shop, mm-hmm. um, their, you know, wife and kids would come up to the shop and hang out too. the folks who lived in the area. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Again, it was, so we, it, there, there was a gathering aspect of it right. where you didn't necessarily need to be on the ride, but you just come up and hang out with the folks afterwards for coffee. You know, whether it's, it, it's family members, um, right. there were folks, Hey, I couldn't make it to the ride. It was too cold. Right. Didn't want to come out, by. Yeah. but they come into the shop and have coffee afterwards because of, again, there's right. a community they, they that there. Talking yeah. about. Um, and that is great. And that's, uh, uh, one of the many things that I, you know, felt sad was disrupted by the, you know, the pandemic and oh, all yeah. the things that came from it, you know, being able to get to that, just people hanging out and just socializing casually kind of thing. Um, and hopefully we're getting closer to that. But you're saying the shop is back to that. that yesterday that, yep. Okay. I'm going to yep. let them do that. Cool. Yeah. Um, part of, part of it was when they changed their hours because of the amount of business that they were doing, the mm-hmm. amount of inventory that they had, they couldn't justify from what I understand, they couldn't justify keeping the shop open. So they were opening later in the day, which was not, um, synchronous with when, when the, ride the Saturday or, ride within. Yeah. But now that they're going to be opening, uh, I think they said they're going to start opening at 10, um, okay. starting at the end of this week, okay. that that will be about the same time that we finish up okay. our ride. And so come on in, have some coffee. With the CV, with that ride, uh, Carrytown Bike, Carrytown Bike Company. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they, they Carrytown Bicycle Company. Bicycle Company. Yeah. Um, they have it's um it's normally like two paces right it's normally like a really Saturday like they have a really fast pace and then like a you know it depends um pace sim it it's not as structured as the robber rides where okay. we can post so a an a pace a b pace we figure out what we want it to be enjoyable to everyone everyone mm-hmm. to have a decent experience. So if there are some folks who are riding a little slower yeah. and there's enough of us, yeah. then we may say, you know, Hey, anyone who wants to go a little quicker, yeah. split up in two groups. Okay. Um, anyone. And, and there have been times when folks who clearly can handle the quicker group have said, yeah. you know what, I just want to chill and, right. and hang out in the back and chat. And so again, it, it depends on what you want to get out of that day's ride. Okay. Um, we, we will also split up for safety too. Um, okay. there have been some times when we've gotten yeah. so big that, um, we're conscious of the fact that, you know, you can't have a big mass of 50 yeah. people holding cars back. So let's split it up <laughs> in a smaller group. I mean, we don't want to do yeah. it and, and we don't want any drivers getting, you know, irritated by, you know, having a right. We, again, it's, it's about everyone being, being, being safe and right. still, still being enjoyable. And I, yeah. um, and everyone getting to where they want to go on the road, right? Um, yeah, but there is there has to be that moment when we have these these big rides. We're like, okay, let's we have twenty of us. We should not be in this super long pace line. Let's Correct. let's right. let's separate out a bit, um, you know. But people have to people have to somebody has to make that decision. Um, memorable cycling events or rides? Any rides that kind of stand out that you've done at any point in time, kind of thing, by chance? By yeah, chance some of, um, when the bike ms ride was on 
the Eastern Shore. Um, mm-hmm. That was some of the nicest riding I've, really? I've done. Um, it's very windy because it gets cross breeze. It's, it's it would start flat, in yeah. um, Charles uh, Charles City, Charles City, not um, Cape Charles. Cape Charles, excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, thank you. And yeah. and they would overnight on the bay, but they called it, um, I think, Bay Ocean to Bay. So we would okay. ride across the peninsula um, on the ocean side and make our way back up to the bay side overnight, and then reverse it the next day but um just because of the landscape is so different mm-hmm. than it is here right um yeah you know, no hills yeah whatsoever yeah um but it, it's just it's, it's scenic yeah it's scenic okay um yeah i've been out in the eastern shore um and i've done um what is that ride called and they're gonna be mad at between the waters between okay. the waters is a ride that i've done a few times and every year i'm like should i do that again um, but if you, you know, there's a ride, a lot of people go out there, go do the between the waters, yeah. um, tour to shore is the other one that's out okay. there on the, out there again. Um, but you're right. It is seagull it is, century is a little further North, right? Uh, right. Seagull, um, Salisbury. um, yeah. Cause it's, you know, it's pancake flat, you know, and can get windy. Um, then October when the, between the waters, it can be cold potentially as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, worth revisiting. Just, yeah. yeah. Now another ride you memorable is um, one that I've done a number of times is uh, the Tar Wheel Century, which oh, is, which yeah. is a metric mm-hmm. um, when they, when they're talking to Century there that is down in Elizabeth City, North Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, pancake flat, headwind from every direction, but the neatest aspect in my opinion of mm-hmm. that ride was the entire community comes out and stocks up the rest stops with what they want to share with the riders um they have these these sausage balls that that um sausage and, and flour that are fantastic okay. deviled eggs um it you've got some power bars and yeah, skews yeah. and that kind of stuff but but you get people who are saying i want to make you know the recipe that i want to make and and that's what they're featuring at these rest stops Is really, cool. really yeah there's uh this turbo toffee that i remember which was fantastic um and and they put i think some coffee grounds in it and they made okay. these little chocolate covered toffee bites that were just fantastic but you can see they're very the folks who are sitting at these rest stops are yeah. proud to have they're, people they're who are saying oh my gosh this is fantastic or it's delicious right. i mean there's again that community that that's that's great because i i do hear sometimes when we when as we go to events in different areas that the the locals aren't necessarily supporting kind of thing um the fact that we're out there so that's that's good to hear that yeah. people are actually willing to come out and and um you know put some not i won't say put wares but stocking the rest stop yeah. with, with treats and things like that yeah you know it's it, not just peanut butter are. sandwiches and and uh <laughs> and, and m&ms and and you know i mean the, the people have actually planned and baked and prepared for yeah. these rest stops it's really it's a neat um, experience. Uh, speaking of rest stops, when they're not being, you know, catered by locals, uh-huh. um, what would you like to see at a rest stop? You pull up to a rest, you're doing a, you know, a, a 70, 60 mile ride. Yeah. Like what's something you want to see at a rest stop? I, I, outside I, of just hydration. I, I, I've, I've learned and, mm-hmm. and I, I think everyone has to go through it. You learn that if you're on a long ride, you want fuel at these rest stops. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You want you want some protein, you want some carbohydrates, you want mm-hmm. something that is going to sustain you. Um, so many rides, and uh, this is my opinion, yeah. will end with, uh, you know, barbecue, you know, it, as, as far as, you know, the lunch after yeah. afterwards. And, and for me personally, I don't want barbecue after I've just completed a, you know, <laughs> 70 mile ride or a hundred mile ride. Yeah. I want something that's going to, you know, restore okay. what I need. I don't want something that's just going to sit there. Okay. Something more nutritious at the, the end of the ride. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what do you What do you take on your rides? Like when you go, um, let's say you do, um, you know, super short. We're gonna you know, so short, 20, 30 mile ride, mm-hmm. opposed to as opposed to like toward to midnight. You know, 60, 70 mile. Right. What do you What do you take on those those kind of rides? Um, Snack wise. Yeah, I, I've learned that I I need to hydrate. I know I know there are folks who. Can go do a 40 50 mile ride on one bottle i want right. to make sure i have two bottles mm-hmm. uh, two filled bottles okay um most rides if they're under 30 miles i'm fine with water okay um, but i but i definitely don't want to run out of water um yeah 
what it, when I want to, to drink something, if it's going to be longer than 30 or if it's going to be, you know, shorter than 30, but exertion, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'll put some of those noon tablets the mm-hmm. NU and tablets in there. I find that that works well for me okay. uh, for electrolytes. Okay. Um, I've tried Gatorade I've, again. I think everyone's different. I've found for me that that works well for me. Okay. My body reacts to it. Well, the, the noon tablets, yep. The well, noon tablets, okay. um, the, uh, Pro Bar has these little chews that I like also, um, little gummy chews for energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I find those work better for me than uh, some of the other brand um, tabs or, or, or gels that they've had or the, like the, the gummies that they've had. Okay. Um, certain, I, I, I like goo. Um, I know okay. that there's other wait, brands. Wait, wait. Okay. Or the brand goo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the brand, yeah. the brand yeah. goo. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, plenty of other ones out there that I just, I, I can feel when my body is actually, okay, cool. I've got the energy or I don't have it. So okay. um, I, what I have learned, um, works for me on, on, on the longer rides, peanut butter jelly sandwiches. I love those bananas. Yeah. Um, I, I eat pickles and the pickle juice to try to get some of the mm-hmm. sodium back. Um, okay. Um, uh, real specific question yeah. with the noon tablets. Do you have a particular flavor? Yes. Or is it just like okay, what's yeah. a, what's a, what's the flavor of choice there? Yeah. Um, you know, and some of the, some of the goo, some of the goos, like you know, they'll have like a, a chocolate banana. Or I I definitely don't like chocolate. I I'm more, I gravitate more towards the fruit. Uh-huh. So um, the uh, pink, pink grapefruit for me. Or the, that's, the, that's the new tablets. Wait, that's the, the new, okay. Sorry, pink, for the new tablets. Yeah. Uh, pink grapefruit and um, triberry, and to be specific. Mm-hmm. During the summer, I prefer the pink grapefruit. Okay. And during the winter time, I prefer the triberry. Really? I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know why, but that's that's just, my yeah, body. Those, that, those are the flavors that I'm. <laughs> um, and with the the goo, with the flavor, uh, strawberry those? banana typically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also found surprisingly that they're. Um, uh, I don't recall the name of it. The, the, it has no flavor to it. It's just the straight straight goo. Oh, they have it just a they, plain. They one with this plain flavor really? to it. Yep. I hope that would cost less. Um, I also would do the strawberry banana one as well. When I was one. when I was doing goo, the strawberry banana yeah. is the one that I would go with. But I've tried the grape and strawberries and this, and I definitely prefer okay. the strawberry banana. Okay. All right. Um, I feel that with the goo, because it's a that's a weird that's a weird you know thing right to do the gel i feel that's like it definitely should be a flavor that somebody should want like it should not be just like yeah i'll do whatever like it yeah. should be a flavor you want because it's a weird you know ugh, you know kind of thing yeah. um and i don't do the ones with caffeine either I, oh really I to, it's caffeine free okay yeah, i tend to stay away from those which I, I don't think they make a strawberry banana with caffeine but I tried some of the other ones with caffeine and some without and i don't find there's a difference for me so yeah, yeah. If you, if you find there's no difference, and yeah, I would also opt to avoid yeah. the, the caffeine as well. Again, when I'm riding, I don't think I need to. I don't need to stay awake. I need the energy. <laughs> I, I need the fuel. So I don't need the caffeine necessarily. Um, have you? You've. You've. I mean, clearly, you you take note of uh, the nutrition that you take with you. Um, have you had a situation where you like you bonked or, or you got close? You were yeah. like, you oh, know, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, and and that's where I had to learn that I need to on longer rides. I need to start making sure that I have some protein. Okay. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, a banana or, um, or even, even some cold cuts, like out of a mm-hmm. 7-Eleven, I remember buying some, some bologna one time just to have something. <laughs> um, a, but a desperate move. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that didn't like when you start. So back in 2003, you get the bike from, from, from Aegis, like, did you learn about all this or did you, you know, like those first couple of rides you were already kind of dialed in? Your oh, no, this, it, it has been a constant work in progress. Okay. All yeah, right. This, it's, you learn what works and what doesn't work and what your body. Um, what I've found now is, um, it won't be too TMI, but yes. I need to drink a lot of water after even like the Saturday ride, 18, mm-hmm. 18 miles, 18 mile ride that I do. Okay. Um, I find I'd need at least two full water bottles afterwards or else later in the evening, my legs start cramping. Oh, um, really? I have okay. not flushed out lactic acid, um, out of my legs and, and, you know, heaven forbid 
you know, seizing up in the middle of the night because your leg starts cramping. I mean, that's, that is one of the worst feelings that I've ever experienced. And I stay as far away from that as possible. So Um, I make sure that I down these bottles of water. Okay. Um, yeah. And I guess those are all things that we would, you know, you would, you would learn as you, you, you ride more, um, and figure out like, Oh, my body needs to do that. I need to hydrate more, you know, post ride or else, you know, and that's what I meant by a constant work in progress because, what my body needed and how it reacted 20 years ago is different now just yeah. because you know i'm not i'm 20 years older <laughs> um you know the body doesn't act the same way um do you like do you have a bike computer do you have gadgets on your bike or is it just you and the wheels is you um, and the bike kind of thing i have uh, i use a, a wahoo computer okay um and I've been very happy with that. Um, I was using a Garmin Edge for a number of years. I mm-hmm. went from the 500 to the 820. Um, mm-hmm. And what I still found was, again, as I mentioned, being 20 years older and the body changing, yeah. um, my eyesight is not what it was. I, I, need, re- <laughs> I, I, I need readers. Yeah. And the Wahoo that I have is a larger unit, mm-hmm. so I can actually read it. Um, but it... it does all of the functions that I think that I want. Okay. Um, and it does more than I need, mm-hmm. which, which I don't necessarily use all the features on it that it needs, but I can read it. That's one of the main things that I like about it. Okay. Um, as far as other gadgets, um, I don't have, uh, I don't have cameras. Um, okay. I, I, I run with lights, both front and rear. Okay. Um, and, and I do it day and night. Okay. Um, of course, if, if it's at night, I've got a spotlight. Um, or headlamp and if mm-hmm. it's during the day I've got a blinker I mean I think again I think one of the most important things as a cyclist is to be visible mm-hmm. you, um, you know I, everyone always says and I, and I tell my daughter when you're riding be predictable and be mm-hmm. visible right you yeah. have to expect that you are invisible so you do everything you can to be mm-hmm. visible right yeah that is solid solid advice yes um even from the, even from the colors you wear you know some wear something that is going to make sure that or not make sure but increase the likelihood that someone will see you yeah um as you mentioned colors tell me about some of your favorite kits i imagine you have more than one kit that you really like yeah um my favorite kit is one of the most uncomfortable um, <laughs> i had mentioned a, a a buddy of mine who had moved to up here from Atlanta he ran a bike shop down there and he's since moved back but he had a buddy who was doing some uh, kit designs and they did a short run on a kit that I loved it was just um, it, it was had these crazy colors in it yeah um, so I of course got one and it doesn't breathe worth anything. <laughs> it is I mean there's such a small slice of of the time of year when I can wear it yeah. because there's no, it, it, like I said, it doesn't breathe. Um, yeah. it, it feels so, um, like it, I, I, it, I think that says it feels yeah. almost like cellophane on, no, but it's, it's, it's memorable. It's, I guess it's, it's, mem- it's yeah. got some, some memories. Yeah. Of, okay. Yeah. All right. That I can understand. Do you have a, a kit you enjoy that is comfortable? Um, Let's go there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, there, um, couple of bibs that I that I really um, like actually I would say as far as kits that I enjoy um, I'm I'm gonna say it's actually more garments and it's bibs just because I think that's that's the business side you know that that that's that's where um, it's not the rubber beats the road but that's where you know the body part meets the bike and um, having a decent chamois yeah I found there was Rafa's classic bibs, um, okay. I thought were fantastic, and I think that they've always said that's the one that they put their money behind um, before they were, I guess, acquired. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it was originally Rafa, mm-hmm. then I think they said that you could wear it for ninety days, and if you didn't like it, it's you could bad. return for a refund. Um, which mm-hmm. that was the, and but they were that sure that that people would like it, and I would say that is some of the most comfortable um, bibs that I have, and. Okay. Um, um, Coincidentally, Specialized had a a model of bibs which they don't make anymore. Okay. Um, and again, because of the breathability of the fabric mm-hmm. and the comfort of me, I've tried bibs that um, obviously we're all different. Mm-hmm. That some um, 
they're cut a little for someone who's a little more narrow in the hips mm-hmm. yeah. or um you know shorter in the shorter in i guess in the thighs so yeah. so i think to each his own with their kits right. but, but those Very are the, those those are the bibs that i go towards that get the most okay. wear those rafa classic bibs okay yeah. um i've tried to wrap a jersey and that's it um which i didn't find as i might not have, i try to get either super thin jerseys um and i guess i did not like the rafa i don't know if it was a summer one either way try sure. to wrap a jersey and that's it um but yeah with the bibs that's a real particular thing like yeah, you, that, that needs to um when you started riding did you immediately um get um uh, uh chamois padded shorts and stuff like that or did you were you just you got on the bike and no it, got it's, the it's funny i was talking uh with someone uh, last week when we were talking about this how did you evolve into cycling kit and and as someone who grew up riding a bike yeah um i rode a bike and then i when i got um was trying to get a little more serious into it i really didn't want to go too far into it yeah. so um it, it was a progression for me i think i went to cycling shorts and realized you know there's less resistance and <laughs> yeah. there, and of course there's there's yeah. a chamois there yeah um i wasn't riding long enough rides that i could appreciate the value of a chamois but <laughs> not having um walking shorts flapping in the wind mm-hmm. was nice yeah and then i tried a jersey and again you know realized you know it's, it's a little more arrow you yeah. you're, you're not flapping in the wind and mm-hmm. wow you know you don't have a huge um, you know, it's not sticking to your back because you're sweaty, you know, the way yeah. a cotton jersey would, or excuse me, a cotton t-shirt would. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's definitely, I, I think a kit is a set of tools. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, I guess in the, in the case of people learning to, to ride. Yeah. I guess that's the progression of, you know, you start riding and, and, and realize like, mm, I could be wearing something more comfortable. Right, you know, instead of this this cotton shirt and, and cotton shorts or whatever, um, and there's an efficiency, you know, right. as far as if you, you are there's there's less friction, there's less mm-hmm. drag. Yeah, because uh, nobody wants to chafe. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Um, uh, now, for me, that's something that I that I never found that I needed, and I don't know why. Because chamois cream. Okay. Um, tried it. Um, never saw a value. Oh, really? Other than I found it more of an inconvenience to actually try to use it, and then you know, obviously you get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. But but I, I have, you know, for me personally, I, that's why I think that chamois is a very <laughs> important <laughs> choice. Well, bless your heart that you don't have to use chamois cream. Oh my gosh! Oh, um, I oh I I consider myself fortunate. I do. Um, I do. yeah, because it's because uh, <laughs> it's just weird. It's weird to put on. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And my, my thought when I, if, if, if the chamois cream goes on, I'm doing a bike ride somewhere. Like if I've got to put this stuff on, a bike ride is happening. Yeah. Um, embrocation. Uh, I found the same thing. I, I had embrocation early yeah. on to try to warm up, keep the muscles warm. But, yeah. um, I found that more hassle than benefit for me. Um, really? Okay. Know, I, I felt that, okay, warm up the muscles on your own while you're riding right, and then, yeah. you know, have, have clothing on that's going to do what it needs to do. But, you know. 30, 30 degrees in January. I, yeah. I, I don't want, you know, a cream on my legs <laughs> keep, you know, to, to keep, keep my muscles warm. warm. I'd, I'd rather have yeah, you know, just, a, a layering on it. Um, so you ride in the cold. I ride year round. Um, yeah. you recall the coldest you've ridden in? Is there a limit? Is there like, have you, have you set a limit of like, it's, it's too cold? Um, my limit is more from a safety standpoint. Um, okay. Uh, I definitely do not ride in ice or snow. Awesome. Um, okay. And I, and and my saying is that I would never ride in the rain unless I was paid to do so. Okay. You know, yeah. That that that's for the pros. Um, I've ridden in the rain just from being caught in the rain. Right. Yeah. Um, but if it's raining outside, I'm not going to go. There is a risk factor that is that goes along with that that mm-hmm. I don't want uh, to necessarily do. But as far as cold. Um, you know, I, I've learned what garments I need for riding in the cold. And I, I think the coldest I've ridden in is probably low 20s. Okay. Um, but I, I don't have an, an aversion for riding in the cold. Okay. All right. 
Um, that, that again, that's just me. There's plenty of folks who don't want to ride, you know, if it gets cool. below 40. Um, and I say to each his own and, and there's, there's no shame yeah. one way or another. And to me, there's also no, you know, chest thumping for riding in 20. It's, it's yeah. that, that's what I want to do. Yeah. It's what you're, what you're comfortable yeah. with. Again, I like riding. I like being outside. Um, what about the other end, the heat? You, you, are you just as um, adjustable there or like, you know, you'll ride in the 90? Riding the 90, ride, you know, it's gotten, I guess if it's, if the, uh, what is it, the humidity gets above, you know, 100 up yeah. on some of, the, again, the, the bike MS rides um, mm-hmm. and the MS 150s, you know, plenty of those rides that have been, you know, well into the 90s because uh, when those rides also would go down into Carolina okay. years ago, I mean, it definitely got muggy and hot down there. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's but again, all... per, per, you know, that's why you have to, you know, choose your kits. You know, right, right, yeah. Have yeah. the right materials, not Correct. just have like a you know a thick cotton shirt on in shorts. Agreed. Um, and hydration, and making sure you have enough, you know, to replenish what you're sweating if during the heat. But no, I don't, have a, I don't have a concern with riding in the heat. Do you take your bike on your vacations? Um, if we're driving, I have yet to pack it and fly anywhere with okay, it. Okay. Um, but on vacations when we've gone to the beach or have gone to friends mm-hmm. um yes i'll bring my bike with me and i consider it part of my vacation again because you know it's it's, it's exercise and mm-hmm. um i feel better when i'm doing some sort of exercise so if we're going to the beach and you know i'll plan to make sure you okay. know, to get up early and get my bike ride in and not necessarily do it when we've got other family time going on okay um, you try. You just go out and do a ride on your own, or you like try to meet the clubs or anything. Um, club or? Usually on my own. There's okay. um, there have been times that I've met other folks who are out riding and you know stayed in touch with them. And you know, okay. hey, we're going to the beach this week during the summer. How about you? Oh no, we're not doing it next year. Oh yeah, we're gonna be at the same time. Great. We'll make sure we catch up and get out and go riding. Okay. All right. Um, One of the features that I um, to interrupt briefly. No, um, the one of the features on the cycling computer that mm-hmm. I have that I really like is you can set a, a, a location or a home. Yep. So when I've gone out, I make sure if I'm going out on my own, if I'm going out in, I guess, the areas that I'm not that familiar with and yeah. I just load a route, if I get off the route, because I've set where I started from, yeah. there's a feature if I needed to use it that I could say, hey, I'm lost or I don't know where I am. Right. And it will calculate the GPS to say, okay, to return to the, the place that you started, this is the route to do it from based on where you are right now. Nice. I mean, again, I think it's a nice feature. I haven't had to use it, but <laughs> um, I, I know it's there and, you know, I would use it if I needed to. Um, yeah, that is a, that's awesome. I think the garments have, the garments definitely do have a, I want to say they have like a set home kind of feature okay. kind of thing. Um, uh, on that note, um, I also had the A20, the Garmin Edge A20, um, and I also upgraded to a larger screen because I wanted to be able to see it better. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I ended up with the, the Garmin 1030 because it does have a larger screen. Um, not saying you should switch to Garmin or anything, um, but um, that was my, my reason for that and the battery life. Okay. Larger Garmin, longer battery life. Um, but I had the A20. It was doing the job for the time being, but I did notice like I need to look down longer to see what's on the screen because it is, you know, like three quarters, but the, you know, it's a right. smaller, smaller screen on there. And um, for me, what I found, particularly during colder rides, mm-hmm. um, the because the A20 is a touchscreen, mm-hmm. I struggled with that. I preferred the buttons to, to, Ooh, to okay. scroll through. So the computer that I'm using right now is more like the older... Um, Garmin Edge 500 that I had okay. where it's two advanced buttons. screens. You use its buttons to advance. You're not swiping on the screen. Okay. And particularly, you know, if you've got gloves on. Back when I was doing it, they didn't have the, uh, the, 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 tech, the tech. Oh, the tech right. Uh, but the gloves, that, yeah, the touchscreen yeah. things on the gloves. Um, but just, I guess in that case, I'm more of a button guy <laughs> rather than a touchscreen. Um, the buttons won't go away. Uh, the buttons won't go away. They'll still be there, I think. I think all the Wahoo models have all the extra buttons. I know some are touchscreen now, I but I think all okay. the, I think all of them have all the buttons and stuff on there. Gotcha. Um, any bad experiences out riding? Crashing. Okay. <laughs> um, 
I, I, I wouldn't recommend that to anyone. The one thing, if you know, you know there, there's a saying that says um, that there are cyclists who have crashed and there are cyclists who haven't crashed yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, it, again, it's with anything in life, um, there are risks involved with it. Um, mm-hmm. I am fortunate to say, and I, I, I hope that I'm in a majority, but I think it's probably pretty well evened. I have never been hit by a car. Awesome. Um, I know it's too many people who have. Yeah. Um, and and I, I would never even want to know what that feels like. And yeah. I, I hope I never do. Yeah, that uh, can change your perspective yeah. on, on riding. But yeah. yes, we hope that that does not happen yeah. to anyone else. But but for crashing, um, two things that I um, adhere to and, and swear by is, is is one is the helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the uh, story I have with that is when one time when I crashed, um, it was very close to home. They say, you know, seatbelts, you know, most of the accidents happen within right, five miles of your house. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I was one block away from where I used to live. And part of my routine after the Carytown ride was I'd come home and the, the road was a one way. It was kind of like a horseshoe. And my ritual for taking that horseshoe on the way back to my house was um, I would unzip my jersey a little bit. Mm-hmm. I would unclip my helmet and I would... You know, slowly drink my water bottle as I made this you know, third of a mile loop around mm-hmm. the, uh, the horseshoe. And as I came around the top side of it, um, there was a divot in the road. Um, okay. And I, my front wheel hit it. It jerked to the left and I started falling over to the right. And it was in slow motion. Yeah. And as I was falling over, noticing the ground coming up, I noticed my helmet fell off my head. And in that slow motion, I got really angry at myself. And, and that's, that's how slow-mo this was. I got angry because, and I said to myself, I thought to myself, I am going to bust open my head. Yeah. You were stupid. And I landed on shoulder, on elbow, on hip, on knee, on my right side. My head never hit. Um, and from that point on, I resigned that my helmet would be the first thing on mm-hmm. when I got on the bike and the last thing I took off when I got off the bike. I said, because I, I felt like I was incredibly lucky. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. That my head never hit, but if it had, um, I could injury, not, yeah. could not imagine. Um, another crash that I had was, um, there's, there's a, a I guess the the other side of that with the helmet, the helmet mm-hmm. didn't crack, yeah. um, but I went down so hard that my sunglasses got scratched. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I, I did a face plant as well. Um, I I'm an advocate of wearing gloves. I know there's a lot of folks who are mm-hmm. not wearing gloves, but for me, I think the one of the first things you're going to do if you start hitting the ground is right. putting your Put hands out. Hands and yeah. I would much rather not have. You know, right. that skin, skin or, yeah, on the road. Yeah, yeah, because it's hard to do a lot of things afterwards you know, if, if you've got <laughs> yeah, road rash. Hands hands. Yeah. But when I landed, um, I had a huge bruise on my forehead okay. from where my helmet hit. Um, Ooh, okay. and, I, and if I had a bruise on my forehead, right. um, that direct hit, I know that my right. head that would have been yeah, more, a greater injury had yeah. you not had the helmet. Yeah. And of course, I destroyed the helmet after that. Yeah. Um, I figure if, if I got hit that much, I didn't want to think whether or not that helmet could sustain another crash, mm-hmm. you know, because I wouldn't want to say, geez, I should have replaced it. Um, right. No, I, I, I made sure I replaced it. My understanding, I used to, I had to look at what articles I've read. I think there's at least more than one um, that if there, if your helmet has an impact to the ground, get rid of it, go and get a new That's helmet. always um, been yeah. what, what I've heard mm-hmm. recommended as well. And, and that was that was the advice I followed as well. Mm-hmm. Took a sledgehammer to it to make sure that no one else could use it. Nice. And okay. I, you know, I could never, you know, second guess whether or not it could be used. Okay. Um, that's the thing I remember. Just take some anger out on the helmet after the. Oh no, it wasn't anger. It was, it was just kind of like yeah. that way. There's no second guessing. Right. Yeah. You don't have to yeah. worry about someone. Someone put right. it on. Yep. Um, have you uh, converted anyone to cycling? Have you like introduced a, a friend to cycling? Um, you know, I, I don't know if I've converted 
Um, I think similar to the way that I got into cycling and, and the going back to the community mm-hmm. is that's, that's part of what keeps me going. And what I've done is helped folks understand and learn how they can cycle. And it, I, I think it's really up to them as to whether or not they want to continue mm-hmm. with it. Um, if okay. they're enjoying what they're doing, okay. um, at, as I've always been shown the ropes, um, yeah. you know, I, I look at it as we're all in this together. And uh, there's there's a local cyclist that I love the way he provides tips and suggestions. He refers to them as pro tips, and he's one of the most unassuming guys that you'll ever meet. He he's a wonderful person. I know he's been riding for centuries, um, not four centuries, but I, he, he, he's been he's been riding for decades. Yeah, um, he's he's just a decent guy all around. He's a very talented cyclist, but. He has a very casual way of saying, you know, you might want to try doing this while you're descending, or you mm-hmm. might want to try doing this, and 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 it's it's a nice way, and that's what I try to do with other folks, newer yeah. riders as well. Hey, I see you're doing this, or I see your your heel, or you know, if you're 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 not getting a full extension um, yeah. out of your leg, and, and it's those types of suggestions um, that I think can make or break an experience with someone. Right. But as far as converting them. Um, we, I like the culture that we have here, and and I try to promote it the same way everyone else does. So, um, getting again, getting back, I don't know that it's conversion, but it's basically saying you're welcome if you want to be here. Okay, okay. So more encouraging, more encouraging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and trying to remove any sort of um, competitiveness or or any sort of attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Okay. It's, don't, definitely don't want to say, oh, you know, you don't ride well enough to ride with us. I mean, that, that's 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 not what we do. We, it's if you want to ride with us, we'll make sure you have a good time. Right. Um, you know, we don't want to leave anyone back and have them riding, having to fend for themselves. Yeah, um, and and uh, I can recall some of my early rides um, with Raba, uh, people riding with me. And not until later that I realized, like, oh, they actually dropped back to, to make sure I didn't get lost oh, yeah. kind of thing. You know, so I was like, oh, maybe they were having a hard time. Like, no, they actually slowed down to make sure that I, I got back. And I appreciate those those moments. Many of those people I still ride with. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, it's, again, it's, it's the culture of, of what we, you know, what, of, I guess the, the cycling culture. I'm sure mm-hmm. the runners do it as well. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've got a lot of talented runners who can run at a decent pace who, you know, if there's someone new out there is, you know what, I'll run with you and, you yeah. know, give someone to chat with. And yeah. Um, what's something you're aware of now, some knowledge you have now that you would have wanted to share with yourself when you first started riding regularly, you know? Go back yeah. and talk to younger Dan. You know, yeah, like, um, it, it's that's that's a hard question because a lot of what I would say has only um, that's with me now because of experience and and I I don't know that the younger Dan would necessarily be as welcoming of of that advice without the experience that comes along with it. and I think some of that is mm-hmm. is the um, the reality of of how. Um, vulnerable cyclists are okay on the road um okay. you know things can change instantly whether it's a dog coming out at you um but it, yeah. it, it it's it's constantly being aware and constantly knowing that things can change so quickly so that when i'm riding now i try to be prepared for any and everything um it's not a paranoia it's not a worry it's right. just what do i need to do it, it whether it's okay looking at driver seats to mm-hmm. see if there's a head in there and a car door can open. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. it's, it, it's an awareness that I think I'm a better driver mm, because, okay. because I'm a, because of all the cycling that I've done, I'm more conscious of everything else that's going on. And when you're in a vehicle, there is less vulnerability because you have this large yes. um, cage, you, cage yeah. around you. Um, and, even as a driver now, I try to remember that everyone around me is just as vulnerable as I am. Even though a cyclist has nothing but 
you know, a cycling kit on and a helmet. Yeah. I'm in a car, but I try to look at it as we both have the same vulnerability because I don't okay. want anything to happen to that cyclist. I don't want anything to happen to a kid on a stroller, you know, walking in a stroller. I don't want anything yeah. to happen to a dog. Um, you know, th- that that's that's the advice that I would give is you have to view your riding and you just have to be aware of everything around you. Okay. All right. That's probably solid advice. And, and maybe you'll get a chance to tell your younger self. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess, yeah, that's a, you're right. That's a thing that experience would, would, would come from just, you know, going out and riding and like, Oh man, now I've got to be aware of the car doors that might swing open right. or the car that might hit a bump. Like just being aware of those, all those, those things does come with experience of being out in the road, doing urban rides, doing rural rides, those kind of things. Yeah. Um, people, you know, People say, I don't like to ride on the road. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about riding on the road. And I yeah. tell them, you should be. Yeah. I, said that, that, <laughs> I, I said, that's self-preservation. Yeah. That, that's, you know, one of the things when, when I started riding that you didn't have to contend with that you do now yeah. is the distraction of a mobile device. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that mm-hmm. was not around then. Whereas, you know, the distraction of being on the phone or texting or having a text come in or... Uh, trying to look for directions on a phone. Yeah. I mean, I that is the one thing that worries me the most is right. it's not that someone is trying to be distracted. Yeah. Because I don't think anyone wants to be distracted. Yeah. It's just that the potential for distraction is it's so much greater right. now. Yeah. And that younger Dan could not have fathomed mm-hmm. yeah. how much yeah. distraction there is now. Yeah. No, you would not have thought because of the mobile like devices we... were were not around then. Yeah, no, they would not have been. Uh, you know, there's no Google Maps. It was not as prevalent as it is, and and people weren't getting text messages right. and things like that. Um, in, in in vehicles, in cars, right? In yeah, well, yeah right. right while 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 in a car, right? Kind of thing. Um, and that's solid advice for anyone who's new. So I won't ask that question. It's just you know the idea of being aware um, and and uh, um, do things to make yourself more visible. You know, if you can. Um, you know, I can't imagine someone in a vehicle who hits a cyclist or a dog or, or anyone yeah. because there is an emotional effect on that person because it was not intended, but nevertheless, that was the outcome. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it's again, for trying to be, I, I don't want someone to ever have to have the feeling that they hit someone. I, I mean, I can't imagine that. Yeah. And it would, we, Yes, we should we should strive to do things that make the, the road safe. Because right, no one wants to hit a cyclist. No one wants to know a person who hit a cycle or anyone on the side of the road. Right, because um, right, that that leaves we'll say leaves a mark, but leaves an impact on that it person's does. life. Kind of thing. At least you hope it would. You hope right. it would leave an you impact. Hope uh, right. yes, yes, you would hope yeah. that they just return to normal. Right. Um, I mean, and, and as cyclists, you know that there are people out there who don't tolerate cyclists on the road, and mm-hmm. and and I will say that I've been run off the road not to any injury but i've had people come back around and trying to scream at you get you off the road right um but i don't know that they ever could appreciate an after effect of having hit someone to do it and 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 to me i i I don't think anyone would if if anyone had the feeling of this is what i'm like having not a cyclist having not hit a cyclist or hit someone and this Mm -hmm. is what i feel Having hit someone, yeah, I can only expect that that person would prefer to have not hit someone. Yeah, um, and I think of that, you know, what is the gain from harassing a cyclist, right? You, 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 you know, you, you see someone riding on the side of the road, and then you you throw a soda can, or you 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 say some water bottle, or yeah, or or you know you you do something to them as a you know to drive, or even just hitting the the, the wipers, right? You know, and, and oh yeah, them. oh man. Um, like what's, what's, what is the gain, you know, kind of thing of, of that, even if it's like, you shouldn't be on the, like yelling, you shouldn't be on, like there's, you know, I'm preaching to the choir here, but right. you know, it's, it's a, it's like a, what is, what is the gain? Um, I had a woman yell at me one time. Uh, there were three of us. We were turning from, um, at seventh street over near legend brewery. Mm-hmm. And there's two lanes that turn left to get on to, um, to go, I think it's 14th street to go back across. Uh, the yeah. City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, and we were in the lane, stopped at the light and she 
was in the lane next to us and we both turned when the light turned green mm -hmm. and we start going and as she went by she screamed at us and said get off the road and then i saw and I, i'm not advocating doing this but i saw she went about a quarter of a mile and turned into a building complex yeah. of apartments and so i had a little bit of attitude about me at the time and so i sped up and and i approached her and mm -hmm. i said why did you yell at us to get off the road i said yeah. we were respecting the traffic controls that were out there we yeah. were stopped and she says yeah but no one else does it and 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 i said then why are you mad at me for something that someone else did and i mm -hmm. and and that also resonates with me um because i try to be a conscious cyclist yeah i try to be visible but I also want other drivers to know that we are respecting the traffic controls of the road right. because I don't oh. want someone getting pissed off at me for what someone else did. And we were talking about what's the game of, of drivers. Yeah. If they've experienced cyclists who have done crazy things, yeah. who have flipped off roads, who have ridden four or five abreast, not let cars pass, yeah. a driver would get irritated. Sure. I don't want that driver trying to run me off the road because he was pissed off at those other cyclists. Right. We weren't the ones that did, that did whatever right. that, that thing was. Yeah. So that may be some of the game that, that, that these, that drivers who are exhibiting that behavior. Which is still unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, cause it's, there's, it's an unfortunate thing. Even if some other, even if a group of cyclists are occupying the entirety of the lane, you know, and I try to remind folks right. that group of cyclists are pro likely also drivers. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, you know, it, it, there's a lot of folks who, there are a lot of cyclists who do not drive, but I, most of the cyclists that I know are also drivers too. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, they want, you know, traffic to be, you know, at least, uh, traffic rules to be obeyed as well, whether they're driving or cycling. I don't, I know not all of them respect that even when yeah. they're cycling, but, um, I saw that there was another time where we were coming up. Um, here in the city near near uh, VCU, and I stopped at a light. It was one way on on, on Main Street, mm -hmm. and there were yep. cars, and there was another cyclist over on the left hand side, and uh, he went through the red light, and mm -hmm. I stayed there. And yeah. he, he, his response to me is like, "Oh man, your buddy, you're making me look bad." And I yelled back at him. I said, "No, you're making you, you look, look bad. bad." Yeah, you know, yeah. right? Yeah. Cars see, the cars see me stopped at the red light. They see you go through it. Right. Which, yes, it is better to use it to, to just stop at the red light. It's just the hands on. It's better to just stop at the red oh, yeah. light. A, um, it's the law. Right, yeah. First of all. And, and, and part of, I think, our responsibility, and whether it's responsibility, it's something that we can do is to show drivers that not all cyclists are running red lights. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it's being visible. It's being saying you have to stop for a light. We're gonna stop. We're gonna stop for a light. Right. We're gonna obey the laws yeah. as well. Now, no, I'm not saying I've never run red lights. I'm yeah. not saying I've never run. Um, but then again, you know, I've also you know been in a car and on a 55 mile an hour road done 65. You know, I mean, again, we, we we all decide when we're gonna breach the law that are out there. But I th I think cyclists are in a position where they can show drivers that may not be that familiar with cyclists that not all cyclists break the law right we're, we're being reckless yeah kind of thing um what's something you would want to tell a brand new cyclist even though i asked you what you would want to tell younger dan what's something you would want to you meet someone who's just starting right they just got yeah. a road bike uh -huh. at ages you right. know like what's something you'd want to tell that new person and and i do and it's it's don't put any pressure on yourself. Don't feel the pressure to have to perform. Mm -hmm. When some of these cyclists you, that they see going fast or they see having very confident cycling skills, mm -hmm. that all has been attained over time. Okay. Um, you, know, the, the, you, you don't just plug in. You don't just watch YouTube and, and learn how to cycle. <laughs> it takes time. It takes figuring it out. And... Um, there are people have shared with me tips for improving. Mm -hmm. um, I share tips for improving. I think we all do, mm -hmm. but these are all things we've learned over time. And I try, one of the things I tell cyclists is you may be getting more advice as you progress as a cyclist, mm -hmm. but 
I guarantee you, you will be in a position when you can give tips to new cyc- new cyclists. Okay. Okay. If skills um, that you continually. Okay. Um, and I think that's 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 solid advice. Like this, things will come gradually. Yeah. And, and, and they, they will come. Will be, yeah, they will come. You'll be you'll gain your own proficiency. Yes. Um, and there's 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 that um, that adage that is. It never gets easy you, with cycling. What is it? It never gets easier. You just go faster. <laughs> so, so you're 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 always yeah. progressing. Yeah, yeah, you just, yeah, yeah. You know, when you when you have a hill, you may be struggling to get up it. Yeah. But at some point, when you're comfortable, really pushing it up that hill, yeah. you'll go faster, yeah. and you'll try to go faster than you're going. So you're still going to be pushing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Growth. This is growth. There. It is. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, well, Dan, um, I'd like to thank you for your time um, and sharing your your story and um, your experiences um, and your preference for strawberry banana goose um, and everything. <laughs> um, so, uh, are you going to come to the Yawn at Dawn next Friday? This Friday, you think going to make it? We will. I, that's still up in the air. Oh man. Okay. I, I know because of it, because right, David. Yep, yeah, David's leaving. Yep. David's leaving. Yep. Um, but yeah, you can yep. make it clearly not. No, no. It, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm still in if right now, just because of the rest of my household will still yep. be Other, life. Life is happening. Yeah. Life is happening. And I'm gonna be preparing for going away that weekend. Okay. For the way. Um, but yeah, Dave, and David's one of the ones who I mentioned when we would have shop uh, coffee at the shop afterwards. Um, his wife and daughter would, oh, would, would that's come up. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Um, they would come come meet us up at the shop afterwards and you know socialize and so yeah we we've seen his daughter since since she was born because his wife would you know yeah, bring, bring, bring her, her up when yeah. she, when she was an infant yeah because he was he was he lived he lived nearby he's got a cute daughter yeah um but uh like i said uh i was flattered that you asked so thank you to, to be to, i mean to chat i mean i i consider it a privilege so i mean like i think it's a great um offering that you have for our community just to get to know folks around here and see what makes them tick and see what flavor you know goose they like I, I, again I, I it's neat it, it's it it makes it very human that is the 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 you know the the plans i enjoy the conversations and i and i hope to to meet more people and learn what different flavors and snacks and all that good stuff sure uh, but either way uh thank you for your time thank you <laughs>